offboarding. By the time Delian and Whitlock woke up, the sun was already at its peak. Dust motes drifted in a window-shaped sun patch on his bedroom floor. Delian thought he could sense the patch creeping along the floor, the way you can sometimes see the earth turning ever so slightly along the ocean horizon. An idea struck him. He grabbed the pocket-sized yellow Buddha figurine from his bedside table and leaned down to place the chubby deity on the edge of the patch. As long as Sid remained in his transcendental repose, Delian would be able to watch the sun moving across his room with an engineer's confidence. Engineer. There's that word again. Delian flung back the covers and stepped into his slippers, carefully laying bedside the night prior. What to do? Putter, perhaps. But what was there to putter? For he knew that free time is only valuable to someone with none of it. Yesterday, Delian lost his job to an AI. Delian was a software engineer by trade, a computer programmer, a highly compensated, well-educated human being who made colorful buttons on websites do things when you click them. Oh, and forms. It was always something with forms. Like the rest of his distinguished, code-literate peerage, Delian had thought he was safe from technological displacement. His work wall routine was no mere manufacturing assembly line waiting for a robot arm. Or was it? Like bankruptcy, things moved quickly. Artists and writers and the coders themselves were affected. Few of Delian's more prescient co-workers had proactively updated their resumes to prompt engineers. Not so for Delian. At least Eagle's severance package was pretty solid, all things considered. Four months plus medical, more than enough time to build a house in the woods. Delian's empty stomach lurched with compulsion. The idea rang from his very core, a stronger thought than any he could ever recall, that he would build a house in the woods. The thought of wallowing or shock or denial or any of the other grief stages that might accompany a layoff seemed absurd to Delian, because Delian was going to build a house in the woods. Delian was going to live off the land. Delian was going to become someone who truly built things with their hands, a real engineer. It came as no surprise to Delian that his bags were already packed, ready by the door, handles erect. He found the handwritten note he'd left for his landlord, along with his final rent check, held down on the dinged wooden table by a pearl white stone. In a Gaussian blur, Delian found himself in a small office, signing a stack of legalese paperwork. With two dots and a dash, the land demarcated on the folded paper map before him was now his. A six-acre, pentagonal plot of beech, sugar maple, birch, and oak in the Catskills, straddling a brook some four miles from the closest town, Delian's land, upon which he would build a house. Here, Delian's memories become something of a series of vignettes, or journal entries, perhaps deja vu. It was as if he were living in a snow globe, a small figurine clad in flannel-lined jeans, captured mid-axe swing, with the scaffolding of a log cabin in the background. The time he found the robin's nest and its ocean-blue eggs hiding in the cabin's framing. The near-disastrous thunderstorm that flooded his storeroom. The rather attractive and seemingly single local town librarian who advised him on regional plants' medicinal and nutritious properties. The yellow eyes of the old coyote in the gloaming. The first night in his completed cabin, on Christmas Eve, no less. Time returned here from its swirling vortex. Dalian lay in his small bed, a fire crackling in an iron stove. Perhaps Maddie, yes, Maddie, that's the name of the librarian, thought Delian. He hoped she might stop by on Christmas Day and bring him an orange. He already had a gift for her, a homemade penny whistle he whittled from a cattail reed. He then noticed the rectangular patch of moonlight, tracing through the small window of his cabin, infinitesimal motes shimmering like snowflakes. Buddha was already clasped in his hand. Please remove your goggles. What is this? asked Dillian. Where's Maddie? Where am I? You were in conference room Grace Hopper of Eagle HQ. What? Dillian remembered. This was his office. But how? How was he here? 
Your role at Eagle has been made redundant. In 20 seconds, this door will open and a PF290 unit will escort you out of the building. We thank you for your service to Eagle. But what am I going to do? What was that vision? As a severance benefit, you received an offboarding simulation trained specifically on your personal neuro readings at Eagle's expense, meant to deliver the skills and confidence to achieve the goal you desire most. Oh yeah, what was that goal, genius? To build a fucking log cabin? No, to live up to your father's expectations.